You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. This one goes out to the comic book fans out there. Uh, we have Dave Michaels, Comic-Con enthusiast and writer at Expert Comics on the show today. Uh, we talked to him about geekery and Comic-Con, cosplay and some of the creeps of Comic-Con, uh, as well as some uh, series like The Walking Dead, Suicide Squad, uh, Rogue One, and a bunch more. Since Dave happens to get around in a wheelchair, he is kind enough to share some of the challenges and misconceptions around that before bringing it home to Comic-Con and talking about how an inclusive uh, community it is and why he loves it so much. So you can find Dave on Facebook as Dave Michaels. You can find him as uh, Bleeder King Dave on Instagram. And without further ado, here is Dave Michaels on Fire in the Hole. In certain extreme situations, the law is inadequate. In order to shame its inadequacy, it is necessary to act outside the law, to pursue natural justice. This is not vengeance. Revenge is not a valid motive, it's an emotional response. No, not vengeance. Punishment. Well, I just watched John Wick last night. Did actually. you? Yeah. Did you the enjoy? Did you enjoy that movie? No, no, I've seen it before. Because I thought it was. I'm going to watch it again, like before the new one comes out. I th- I thought the beginning was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. With I think they kill his dog, right? And it's just like everything happens. Like they just try to make him as like appealing of a character as possible by like his, his wife, wife, his wife, and then like the final uh, gift a- after he gets back from the funeral is is the dog from the. Was from his his dead wife, you know, like maybe you can try to find happiness again, sort of thing. If it didn't have all the cool like action choreography and all that stuff, it would have been just the blandest. Maybe, yeah. Action, it was really eighties action movie. Sad Keanu, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So much yeah. Sad Keanu, yeah, yeah. But then the, is that when the Sad Keanu actually happened? I think before that, really. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in character. I th- no, I think Sad Keanu meme started because someone took a picture of him yeah. on the street. Yeah, eating a sandwich on, on he, a bench. He yeah. apparently in New York just takes the subway like he's a normal person. <laughs> he just acts like he's a normal person and just goes grocery shopping and, and like Have goes on the subway and like he, he and uh, people just start taking photos of this guy like hmm. just living his normal everyday life, which you don't see actors do at, at all ever. But it was like a, it was a meme, like him sitting on the bench, kind of like yeah, sadly like eating, eating his sandwich by himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. John Wick to me seemed uh, a little bit of a like a midlife crisis type of movie, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. where he's still trying to uh, be a bankable action star. It's not half as bad as the 
all the Nicolas Cage mid left crisis movies. <laughs> yeah, but those are also pay the pay the Piper movies, right? Because he yeah. uh, he destroyed his his uh, well his uh, whole empire, like he destroyed his whole fortune on excessive yeah. craziness and so he literally when you you know when you see like comic collection and all that stuff he had to sell i think almost everything he, he just recently though looked for all that stuff back eh? like he's somebody caught him at like a comic book convention like he's trying to get a superman one bins, back. trying to get his own shit back <laughs> which is trying to buy all his shit back and he actually bought like well he had the action comics classic, classic stuff the uh-huh. action comics and he was like buying all these classic spider-mans and iron man stuff like that so yeah he's trying to get it all back but well, anyway, John Wick was for some reason really successful, from what I hear. And number two is coming it, out, I think, yeah. too, right? Like in February. Yeah, and I think Deadpool two just lost its director, yes. and then I think the John Wick director is they might they're looking at him okay. for Deadpool two. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see what happened there because apparently it was a dispute with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and it was something over the plot. So I'm really wondering if like they wanted to make Cable a girl or something crazy like that or a, a transgender uh, cyborg transgender cyborg what cable. i heard was that they that uh, there was a dispute over like kind of like the look of the film how like the first oh, one was exactly. kind of like grainy and like almost like handy cam in certain yeah it was very uh, gritty yeah yeah so i think they wanted to do that again but i don't think reynolds was on board with that i think he wanted to make it into a more like polished superhero movie yeah. but, but that's what i read i don't know if that's it's possible I don't know. Th- that that doesn't make sense to me because um whenever they try to polish the x-men movies it just comes out looking not that good yeah. so uh, i don't really don't deadpool had a specific look and people liked it so i, I think they should they should really try to make it as much like the first one as they can. Yeah, just I would, don't I would mess agree. with that formula. Yeah, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Normally, exactly. we complain yeah. when they when they like play it safe on the sequel, but in this case, you're like, no. Hmm. But it's so weird. Uh, it's so weird how that happens. How a uh, character like Blade, for instance, um, will totally work, uh, and um, like all the things are. We were talking about this like when we went to see Batman versus Superman. How it almost seems like the obstacle to these films being good or successfully pulled off seems to be that the characters are just too enormous and like there's just so much pressure to get them right right whereas with deadpool it is almost like a built-in license to do yeah whatever i you think want. there was only really one way to do deadpool right and they did it balls the wall yeah yeah there was still more pressure to do deadpool right than say guardians of the galaxy though where no one gave a shit. No one knew. Nobody knew how to do Darkness of the Galaxy, right? right. So they, they had it so easy. Yeah. You know, now it's going to be a tough time. Like I think now, I mean, obviously they're going to revisit. People some are the... going to want all that stuff that was in the first one. Yeah, and, like a, a kick-ass know, soundtrack. Now this the, time they're going to have to somehow connect it to their Infinity stuff infinity and like super we'll see madness. you know like I, <laughs> but at least they have to be beholden there's a lot of stuff they've got to take care of before that infinity movie yeah right. I, just, I don't know how they're gonna pull all that off there's, gonna, there's a lot of ground to cover but i mean at least with guardians like they have Is to this stay the podcast, by the way? yes we're, we've, already, we've oh, started really? we started recording yeah, yeah. we just we, oh okay cool. just roll right into it yeah uh, hi dave hi hey welcome, welcome to the show uh thanks for making it out uh it i i was texting richard on the way here i was like we already have the name for this episode it's the perfect storm okay it's snowing outside uh Ah. there was logistical uh uh you know uh shenanigans and everything to to get everyone here but we made it 
so thank you for going to the trouble of no uh, coming out on a it's shitty night. Thank you, Richard, for handling the logistics. Um, there wasn't that much to handle. Yeah, but uh, I mean, still, uh, we, you know, it, it wasn't easy to get it all together, but we made it happen. So it's cool that you're here. Um, I was looking forward to, to talking today for a couple of reasons. Well, first of all, um, you know, we we connect on the geekery, but also we keep running into each other. We have friends in common. Uh, Dave is a huge Comic Con, comics, movies. Yep. Yep. Uh, All dude, that stuff. <laughs> you write. I do for yeah. Expert Comics. I write for Expert Comics. Yeah, it's a comic book retailer slash. We do you know like uh, pop culture news. Uh, reviews, interviews, all that, all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, How long have you been doing that? Oh, uh, about five years or so. Two thousand eleven, late two thousand eleven, maybe. And okay. uh, I mean, it's just basically me being a fan, being in a comic book shop. They hear, I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and uh, from that, we just sort of. You want to write for our news page, yeah. One, uh, one thing led to another, and it was right before the new Fifty Two. Uh, when they DC, rebooted the uh, DC, oh. so right from there, we had so much material to talk about, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think we did. Uh, we got a few right columnists from uh, all over the states. We got uh, a few guys from Canada. We have uh, we've had people from England, Scotland. Just like a whole bunch all of over, writers from network. all over the place, Texas. Uh, it's, it's just it's a cool little mix because everybody's got their own scene and their own. Uh, yeah, the British thing is a like the British, British scene thing, is a thing. You know, I mean, we had definitely have a lot of fandom over there. You know, Doctor Who kind of stuff and Game of Thrones. And oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a whole different different. Um, well, it seems like Doctor Who. Uh, from the little I know about it, I've watched yeah. some of it, but it's almost like it's so vast. That it's almost like a world I've never personally time. ever really got into it. Um, obviously, like I respect it for what it is. Obviously, there's like tons of people that are into it. I've personally never really been a huge Doctor Who fan, but uh, I kind of I like the concept. But yeah, like definitely. I've never binged uh, Doctor Who. I've seen a couple of old episodes, but yeah. I I couldn't tell you which Doctor when. <laughs> it's yeah. just like yeah, it's almost like a, a a trivia person's wet dream kind of as a property. Yeah. No, yeah, and it's like. And there's so many fans that are so hardcore. Like, I didn't even know what the Weeping Angel stuff was. The, I don't the even Weeping know Angel statue. I've seen a lot of the cosplayers, you know, and they're just like these like statues of Weeping Angels, and I didn't know. You can't who, look away. You can't look away or. I or didn't blink know what it was they, at they first. Start moving, yeah. And I'm like, what is that? Is that you know? Is that, it's is clearly that not a Doctor Who thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a Doctor. Because usually at conventions, when I don't know about it, it's usually. Like a really hardcore anime, or like a video game, maybe. Very obscure. And this, I was just like, well, they're just there's just statues. What, what, there's too many. What of are these they cosplaying as? Yeah. You know. And then I eventually find out it's Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. When did? Uh, I mean, you probably would know this. Cosplaying has been going on forever in Japan. Yeah. And I don't know what the next territory would have been after Japan. Like, when, where did it catch on? Well, I I, I started going it? to American conventions and stuff uh, in the early 2000s. And around then, it was around, but it wasn't... There'd be a few. Everybody. Or like the I, companies would hire someone. I remember someone. The companies would hire someone. You'd see, like, Vampirella, obviously. That was a big hit. Uh, and you'll see like 
they'll hire a model and as their character. Yeah, you know? like but Booth, then Booth we Bates. also started to see Marvel started getting like Electras and Spider Man at their booth and and then, you know, I remember when I first when I saw my first Harley Quinn walking around, this was like in the early two thousands. She wasn't that popular yet, but that's I mean, true, it, it was definitely like a model type mm-hmm. in costume walking around, and you know, of course, I was just like, "Wow, okay, hello, <laughs> hello," you know, hello, and uh, that was sort of like, and that was pretty interesting. And I saw my first like rogue, like the Jim Lee rogue, you know, yes, and with the jacket, you know, and then you started seeing like the Sailor Moon and that kind of stuff, and then um, yeah, and that, I think that's when it really started to get really popular. That's yeah. when con culture started to get popular to begin with. But it, it almost seems like it merged, <clears throat> too, with some other scenes. Like, it merged with the DIY garage artists. You know, like the people who like yeah. to do, make their own Optimus Prime. Yeah. Like, costume with lights, with the guy yeah. that makes, uh, the, like, Imperial Walker cradle for his baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome, but probably highly, highly illegal <laughs> in yeah. terms of, like, say, child safety. Right. Um, well, it's definitely... It seems like those two kind of came yeah, together, Yeah, it's right? definitely sort of something that has given creative people a, a reason, you know, a, a reason to dress up, a reason to create these crazy giant robot costumes yeah. and stuff. With you the know, internet, I, now before, they Before, I don't know what they did. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know if people like that just did it for fun and walked around mm-hmm. their little town or whatever. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I think I feel like they could do it as much. I feel like it's 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 more because it's, it's kind of cool and there's an audience for well, it. Well, now like yeah, you, you spend all like you I know some off. people who spend months or a whole year just working on their costume yeah. and like then there's some people who are gonna. It's kind of crazy to think to that it, right? there's gonna be a whole generation that people have know nothing but cosplay and right. they've been dressing up since they were like three years old and now mm-hmm. they're like and they're constantly one-upping each other and they're doing that since they're like two three years old and their dad probably like exactly built them their first uh, their hot mom, rod you know and, and stroller or whatever you know I jason's mean, kids have like the craziest costumes well, that's every that's year. exactly yeah. what i was kind of thinking of you know <laughs> i mean you're whenever i see your kids they just they blow me away at these conventions well, well the funny thing about that though is like i personally never wanted to cosplay like i i love cosplay yeah. i love costumes superheroes i love costumes period yeah i love uh like armor um any kind of sci-fi stuff like i'm a i'm a gamer yeah. from old like way back yeah. so the the visual aspect of it and the accessorization all that always yeah. attracted me but for my kids it was just sort of a no-brainer because uh their mom is a professional costume maker right. she Costume makers kind of uh, either work in theater or film, but other than that, the call for their skills is they end up working in fashion, they end up working in other uh, sort of adjacent scenes. So cosplay almost came like a like a savior to people like my my kid's mom because she was like, oh my god, like this is a whole I I mean uh, world to explore. I mean, I know some of them. I've gotten to know some of the cosplayers pretty personally and like the the pros you mean the pros and some people make like their they make careers a lot of money yeah you know you got people like uh jessica negri and who's uh, everywhere yeah yeah huh? and uh, mary claude from here in montreal or quebec um and she and i mean they make a lot of good money and they get to travel all over the place they get invited to these conventions like all over the world now they just had a huge convention in brazil so who's, fl- who's paying them to cosplay 
the conventions. Oh, yeah? They're actually paying them to be there as guests. Wow. And they have their booth, and, I mean, they uh, they hold panels, uh, and it's... They make a, they can make a lot of money, you know? Obviously, you have to sort of... It's mostly, right now, I, I would say the females obviously make more money than anybody. Of course. You know, the males, the male guys are starting to come up quite a bit, too, but, I mean, obviously, the females... Well, geek culture being what it is, populated, yeah. it's still like there are a lot of women gamers now and stuff, but it's still mainly populated by dudes. By dudes, you know, and it's, mm. I mean, you could definitely see the, the girls that are actually making money at it. I mean, they're a certain type, you know, obviously, get too much into it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty. That's but they're pretty, yeah. and most of them that I've met are so cool and so mm. open and, and, uh, but cool male or female, pictures. you can kind of tell who's being like paid to be professionally beautiful. Oh, definitely. You know, you know I mean, they have... It's a full-time job, you know? Like they have professional... Yeah. Um, like cinema-level costume makers, right? Definitely. Like when I see, I think it was Jessica... I, I never get her name right. Nigri? Nigri, yeah. Nigri, yeah. I, I think it was her or one of right. the other like high-profile girls. Like, yeah, sure, often it's like a sexy version of a costume, whatever, but... Yeah. Mm. One, uh, I saw one that was like a perfect replica of the Metroid armor. Yes. Like perfect. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. If there had been... The person looked like they walked off a real-life film adaptation, high-budget adaptation yeah. of the yeah. actual Metroid movie. Right. Yeah. And when you see that and you're like, okay, I see the appeal for someone to see... I mean, Definitely. A, the person it's... who played Metroid when he was a kid is like freaking out. Yeah. B, for the... If he, that dad or mom is passing it on to their kids or yeah. like, oh my God, the actual uh, yeah. character, right? Samus? Yeah. Samus, yeah. Samus. Um, there's a variety of appeals to that. Yeah. And of course, there's the <laughs> the uncomfortable looking dads who are like checking yeah. their peripheral vision to see if the wife's sure. around <laughs> so yeah. they could catch it, get a picture with like uh, Harley yeah. Quinn or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's super funny. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious, you know. Yeah. And of course, there is the darker side to it. Yeah. Um, I had a friend recently that was at a convention and, you know, and she she does the, the scantily clad costumes and, you know, she has some tasteful ones. We've had her at the store and, uh, you know, she had a little bit of a scary situation at one of these conventions and, you know, these guys will come up to you and start talking really scary stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously you can notify the... the the security right away and they'll remove them or whatever but then some other dumbass will let them back in and you know yeah uh, i mean they're kind of out in the open they have a three-day pass who's going to stop them from just walking right back in right really mm. you know they put on a mask or you know it's a convention well That's we true. we experienced it uh last year okay uh, it wasn't like dark 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 yeah but, i heard about that yeah uh when lisa made like that professional catwoman yeah. costume in fact, right. some people thought that she'd been hired by the con. Yeah. They kept asking her if she was, like, uh, on the staff. And she's like, no, no, I'm just here with my kids. And they're like, what? No, the way. Like, yeah. it's spot yeah. on. Um, then we ran into um, Mike Grell. Oh, great guy. And he, yeah. he, he, he lost it when he saw the costume. He's so cool. Because he's, yeah. like, he's, like, he's like, you look like Michelle. Yeah. He, not Michelle Pfeiffer. He goes, you look like Michelle. Like, yeah. I, I stood next to her. You look exactly like her, and you've got it the whole bit. So, yeah, she, for Lisa, it was fun because her work was being like appreciated, right? And right. she got it right. But she doesn't have the comic book geek 
uh, background at all. Right. She just remembers the costume from the movie. She enjoyed the technical challenge of it. Right. And I was sort of trailing with the bags. I got the kids running around. Right. Right. Uh, actually, that time we only had my older son dressed as, I think, uh, Robin, Damien. Okay. And at some point... In the when you get into the like the main floor, you know you can get kind of separated. Yep. And she kept being stopped like every three seconds for. I should have prepared her better for that though. She yeah. Didn't, she didn't know how we we it started in the parking lot, like we got out of the I car mean, and people yeah. were asking for photo ops. Picture, picture, picture. Yeah, like in the parking lot. Wow. Right. So it was all a bit overwhelming, and then for a second I got like a little separated from her because my son saw mm-hmm. the PlayStation. Right. Right. Like, Yay! <laughs> and I saw her posing with some some other cosplaying dudes. Yeah. And but the guy kept talking to her, and I whatever. I didn't pay any attention. And then she came over, and kind of quietly told me that this guy was like, "Hey, you know, the way, if dressed the way you are, you should be on all fours." And started saying all this like really yeah. inappropriate shit to yeah. her. Mm. Uh, but Lisa's not like a dainty. Like she's not a. She mm-hmm. won't go like hee hee hee. She'll be. She was like, "Dude, get out of my face." Yeah. And then the guy was like, oh, shit. Okay. So yeah. he at least desisted. But I'm guessing, yeah. That's um, something. Oh, you don't work here and you're not being paid to put up with my bullshit. Something like that. Thing? Something like that. Yeah. And I, and I know specifically there are, like, I know some of the Comic-Con staff. And I, I know specifically there is certain guys that they have to look out for. Like they're on, like they're on the shit list. And they, I remember when I was working with Heroes of the North, uh, there was one specific guy that when some of the staff was telling me about to watch out for like a and fan I, I had like a fan uh-huh. and i had no idea because we had the girls there in costume and yeah we had to literally look out for this one specific guy that you know says creepy stuff and you know we'll grab them or whatever so okay. yeah and uh yeah man i mean you and you, until he does something they can't do anything can't do anything you can't yeah. technically just borrow you know, but it's you. just there is guys that they specifically know and look out, creeps. look look out for the creeps yeah you know, and that's that's sort of the dark side of it. Yeah. Well, this guy, this 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 guy, my 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 impression was that it was more like just a, a guy who kind of got carried away, um, because I, I that I can sort of understand. You know, like he didn't try to put hands on her or yeah. anything. But I guess sometimes it can be because I mean, let's face it. If we really carried this, like, think about this for a second. Yeah. Seeing women that pretty in that kind of a fetishistic kind yeah. of a sexy. Almost something that you would, you know, go to an escort for, yes. you know, like mm. dress up time. Definitely. But in like a playful. Or ask your wife to to dress up as in like for your 20th anniversary or something. Exactly. Just to spice things exactly. up. Exactly. And yeah. she won't quite understand what's going on. Yeah. But the here, gold bikini. The gold bikini. The gold yeah. bikini. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But <laughs> yeah. here you have like a professional model um, yeah. who's like, who's owning it, right? And yeah. it's probably one of the prettiest women you've ever seen in your life. Exactly. Mm. And you're, you know? you're just and like. And she right seems there. cool. You and know? she'll take a picture with you. And she'll mm-hmm. take a picture with you. Yeah. And sure. so it can. I can see how maybe someone with limited, you know, uh, sort of social, yeah, interaction yeah. experience might get sort of like dream woman, come, <laughs> come with me. You know. <laughs> and course. I think this the the sensibilities there can kick in, and you can go sort of like, yeah. hey, dude, chill out, and they'll be like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> An adjustment attitude. Oh, this isn't a dream. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can get a little attitude adjustment, and it's fine. But yeah, you're gonna have dudes that you're yeah. gonna need to like tackle to the floor. Yeah. That's just mm-hmm. gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. People are assholes. 
There's just there there's are. a lot of assholes. Not everybody, but there's a lot of assholes out there. There are. Yeah. And I think any time that you get any kind of like groups of people together, you're going to have to deal with the asshole factor. Yeah. And there's always some people who are going to ruin it for everybody else. Right. Know? Or at least try. Hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. And if not, if it's not them, the the other issue, of course, is mental illness, which is invisible mm-hmm. in many cases. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You might not be actually dealing with a pat, bad person. The person's just unstable. You right. just can't tell, and then get a little excited when I see boobs. <laughs> yeah, and they'll come and say some yeah. really off off color yeah. shit to you. Um, but it's interesting. Like I said, I have limited experience in comic cons, but I've noticed a couple of things going on that are really interesting. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, I've also noticed a little cattiness between some of the second, third tier cosplaying uh, people who are yeah. kind of aspiring to be top dog yeah. or top ladies. Okay. And there are some girls that seem I like I don't know them by name. They're like understudies, either they're understudies or they're well, trying they, to break yeah, into no, it. No, yeah, there uh-huh. is a certain amount of girls that they're very good at making costumes, but they're not obviously like <laughs> professional cosplayers. Right. right. Which is it sounds weird to say that because mm-hmm. it's like saying you're a professional fan of something, you right. know. But there's a skill set. It's at this the point. truth. Yeah. They're getting paid to be there, and mm-hmm. they're fit. They, you know, you can buy an autograph. They're selling autographs. They're, you know, you can get you can get photo ops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're doing panels. They're they're there professionally, and yeah, they know how to address. Obviously, the crowd and- I mean, I've experienced it. I've had. Uh, a few a couple i'm not gonna say names but there is cosplayers out there that are a little snottier than others mm-hmm. and of course, you know, i'll ask them for an interview and they don't know who i am they don't know how cool i am they don't know that i'm going to talk to them about the art of making costumes they think i'm going to talk to them about creepy stuff mm-hmm. and they're not going to give me an interview because of that and i've interviewed some of the top ones in the world i've talked to them i've met them you know they're cool people you know but just you, you you'll get a few of them that are just really snooty and and give us won't. the dirt who are the, who are the <laughs> not cool ones Come i'm on. not gonna say who it is <laughs> you heard it here first the following people can go fuck themselves no but no I, I'll, I'll, I'll say though it. that the biggest ones jessica negri uh liana vamp uh of course mary, mary claude and a few of the others they're really cool people. Pros. Ivy Doom Kitty. They're really. She's really cool too. Okay, process of They're really cool closer. people, and they can. As soon as you start talking to them, they know who you're talking about. Right. They, they know you're. They know you know what you're talking about, and you know they're fans. Hmm. They're, yeah. These are girls that read comic books, play video games. They're not you know, just cashing in. They're not just cashing in for the most part. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's also um, uh, a group of like girls some of them uh possibly moms some of them possibly dads um what i saw like i said this is just what i experienced who are kind of it's their little like cinderella moment the comic-con it's that time where they're 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 sexy and desirable again and Mm. it's their moment to shine and they kind (laughs) of feed off the the energy of people like running after them wanting to take pictures and then if like there's a new girl that shows up, then there's a little bit of cattiness and passive aggressive exchanges, you know. Between yeah, especially them. if they're dressed as Catwoman. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. I've yet to see. I've yet to see a, a, 
<clears throat> like a fight or anything, like between uh, Harley Quinns or something. At but some point, it's going to go down. It's, it's eventually going to go down. I'm and sure it has. All the dudes are going to laugh as usual. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. We genetically are pre-programmed to giggle when women fight. It really, really, I really wonder though. The bigger conventions, yeah. if some of the pros like will come the same day as the same character, and they'll get like angry at each oh, other. Oh, you know, there's some backstage that's fight. That's got to happen. Know. You know, I, I have thing. heard stories of uh, specifically at the because they do the those masquerade uh, balls or they're like uh, competitions, right? And they're judged for their costumes. And I've definitely heard like there's some major cattiness going on <laughs> with those things. Of course, because like there's people that like... have worked ye- like over a year on their costume and. They're, this is their everything. They're professional. This is their everything. They think they should win. This conjures And then somebody so. that just made their costume but looks just like the character will win. Oh, right. So physically they fit the bill better than the person that worked their ass off for the costume. And you'll have this other girl that's maybe not, you know. Doesn't look the part. Doesn't look like Emma Frost when she's dressed as Emma uh-huh. Frost. And she'll get, you know. She'll feel like she'll, she was. Uh, yeah, cheated, and cheated it's, that's it. not the case. It's just somebody actually just fits the the character. They look like the fucking character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what were you gonna say? This conjures visions of uh, like sex workers fighting over the street corner. And be like, oh, this is my street <laughs> yeah, corner. Exactly. You know? <laughs> or 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 like strippers like uh, fist fighting in the back over <laughs> yeah. an outfit. Or <laughs> that's it. You know, not to disrespect any of these people, but of course not. No. I mean, you see this at uh, uh, I just saw a great movie, uh, Mascots. I don't know if yeah, you saw yeah, that movie. Uh, okay, I think I saw. Yeah, it's uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy that does those movies? Um, he does all. He always does movies like that. They're always about like competitions. I, best in show. Best in show. Okay, yeah. okay. It's always about some relatively inane pastime competition, right, and right. then how catty and backstabby people get right, over right. something like a. A small town America dog show, or yeah, the mascot one is fucking hilarious. By yeah, the way, it must be really good. Catch a seat because they have to do like dance numbers along with. Oh their, wow! Okay. And uh, there's this one scene that uh, with my kids, man, we we watched it maybe a hundred times because the guy's a plumber. Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest. That's it. Okay. Um, he he. I think he might have done uh, Spinal Tap. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, it's in the same vein. That sounds mm. right. Yeah, it's people acting dead serious in a super trivial, <laughs> yeah, setting. Yeah, there's yeah. something to it. Yeah, and getting it was, it was really cosplay funny would funny. be a great the first half hour, and then after that, I don't know, kind of kind of lost me. It kind of lost a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know. I don't know. Cosplay would be a great subject for one of those movies, actually. Well, I've been I've been wanting to I've been wanting to do a, a documentary period on the whole like really? culture or subculture of cons, yeah. but not in a like convention centered thing, okay. more on the people. Okay. So yeah, it's just a matter of time before. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's it's people, it's competition, it's outdoing each other. So that's going to be it's doing each other. <laughs> I mean, it even happens <laughs> with the artists sometimes. Sorry, uh, each other in. There Sorry. was a problem a couple of years ago here in Montreal with uh, Arthur Sudium, the uh, uh, the guy that draws all those like Marvel Zombies covers and yeah. stuff, and he came and took like three or four spots of of like booth space. He just demanded like he just demanded it when he showed up, and a lot of the artists had to be moved and moved down mm. and and kind of squished together and stuff because I've seen I've seen him I've interviewed him he. 
he puts up these huge banners and i mean it looks impressive he has lights that he puts down onto his okay. table and he's got production know, value he's got like a whole situation you know and like alex ross uh, he'll show up and since he's the you know zombie cover guy he thinks he can just take everybody's spots, especially like the little That's Canadian ironic. artists, you know, the, 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 the guys that are just there from Toronto. The indie guys, yeah. The little indie guys and stuff, and he just feels he can take from them. And there was actually, it made like international <laughs> like geek news. Like Did it? On uh, all like the, you know, comic book resources and all those news sites. The and they were like making such a They're making <laughs> such a big deal over it, but I, I'm sure the Montreal Comic Con people are really happy that they're getting all that press. Like, there is For a sure. con in Montreal. <laughs> you know, people yeah, And people are fighting over spots. And people are, fighting over spots at the, con, at when the Montreal they don't get their Convention. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you want, you want that to get out. You want that to publicize. Sure. Definitely. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a grab sure for there spots. Was a, yeah, uh, scarcity. Yeah, there's also that it's such an odd combination of uh, sort of uh, events when you look at the Comic-Con, when you unpack it, Mm -hmm. because, you know, initially this was just people trading comics. Mm -hmm. Then it went to, and correct me if I'm wrong, then it went to, hey, this is big enough now that we can actually invite down some of the people who created them. And then it's an honor to meet you, sir. And I have issue number one. Would you please sign it? And then all of a sudden, people with projects show up, and then booths, and then and then cosplayer. Then, then the actual companies started taking booths. Right. We, we don't have that yet, but uh, if it you go to like Fan coming. Expo in Toronto, DC will have a booth, Image will have a booth, Marvel will have a booth, Dark Horse will have Ubisoft a booth, or and they'll have their exclusive artists there. And, and they're even they're even launching editors, which is they'll even start dropping uh, like teasers to upcoming yeah, projects. Yeah, and that's like yeah. Now the movies started sort of taking over, and it's it's so much more about that now, and the celebrities that are there, and um, and I think that's what. But that brings in more families. That brings in more non comic book people. Right. You know, if they can go and they can meet. Uh, uh, everybody from uh, Apollo Creed, uh, right? Carl Weathers, Carl Danny Weathers. Glover. I saw Danny Glover taking a selfie once, uh, which was very funny. That's surreal. It, it was very funny because it's like he, I could totally see he was too old for this shit. Like, just <laughs> to, like you can literally see him nice. taking his selfie, and he's just like, "Wow, he's not used to that." Okay, I'm too old for this. And shit. Uh, yeah, man, let's yeah. let's let's have some names, like some people you've run into that were were the oh, celebrities wow. that were cool. Uh, we had Cliff on the show. He told us a really fun Julian uh, uh, Anderson story uh, about uh, carrying her bags and uh, because Julian uh, Anderson. Julian Anderson, yeah. Yeah. So Cliff ended up having to like carry her bags because okay. her assistant was in there. So he's just like running around with her with her baggage and kicking doors open, and he's like Julian Anderson, Julian Anderson. Well, I had a pretty funny. <laughs> trying to I keep had it a together. pretty funny experience this last year because. Um, me and my buddy found uh, like a little spot, like a little restaurant, like just at the top of the convention center, and it's just like nobody's ever in there, and it's just like you can get little burgers and hot dogs, and you know, it's just like a really cool, like chill spot that you can go and eat. But since it's that, the convention feels it's cool to like bring all the celebrities through there. Hmm. Okay. So we're just sitting there eating like chips and stuff. And all of a sudden, like William Shatner comes walking through. And, and uh, uh, at one point, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro came through talking to uh, Robin Lord Taylor, who plays Penguin on Gotham. Right. 
and they're having this intense conversation and it's just trying to figure out what those two guys have to talk what about could they the penguin and carlton and carlton the Fresh Prince. <laughs> you know like the and fuck are they uh, about? <laughs> what are they talking it was like a serious conversation uh-huh. like even my buddy was like hey you know he wanted to like get a rise out of alfonso and he was just like hey you know he wasn't even he was too busy talking to this guy they're discussing their stock their 401 401ks or whatever it seemed like some sort of evil plot i don't know carlton the penguin but um yeah and that's that was pretty crazy mm-hmm. and i think uh summer glow came through there at one point oh, cool. and uh, are you a walking dead fan at all uh yeah for yeah. sure for sure because that seems to have been like a also uh an evolution in the whole con world is the it has the, you know. the zombie thing tended to be uh, again i'm speaking as an amateur here yeah but it tended to be kind of lumped in with the horror cons right because they kind of had their own thing for a while yeah i mean where it's just obviously pure. walking dead was sort of i think just like a surprise for everybody you know i, I I don't obviously when this comic book came out, nobody thought it was going to. That's true. It would be, everybody just thought it was just another image thing, and I mean that worked out for it because there wasn't a lot of copies made of that comic book at the time, and now all the early copies are like coveted. Are like yeah. they're like the most expensive comics that have come along in the past ten years because there's just not that many out there. Oh really? So because of that, and because of the the just the the popularity of this show i mean it's yeah it's, it's definitely changed convention when when these when they announce that there's going to be a cast member whether they cancel before or not uh i mean the people just freak out pandemonium like like i remember when there was a possibility that michonne was going to be coming to the ottawa um I forget her name but the, the, uh, the girl with the, the, uh, the katana sword. plays, yeah, Michonne yeah. on the show. Um, I think her name is Denai Gara. I could be wrong. But um, when she announced that, I mean, I had people that were on my Facebook that don't even read comic books just, like, freaking out, wanting to go. So, I mean, that show will draw people from all walks of life, which yeah. is, you know, weird, you know? It's ironic I think it's again. Just, the show is just... Hordes of people want to... I think it's just character development, you know, and that's what makes that show Thanks, work. Yeah. I, you know, because my my mom, my seven year old mom, watches that show religiously, really? religiously, and I mean, wow. she might get scared whenever a zombie shows up. Like, I yeah. love watching with her because literally, whenever a zombie shows up, she freaks out so much, like more than anybody <laughs> else does watching that show. Because at this point, when a zombie shows up, it's not scary at all. Right, right, right. For most people. But, but when like her, that. when a zombie, she's like, oh my god. Grandma's you know? reacting to... It's, it's, the, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world so when just ha- a couple of zombies walk out of the forest. It's having a full... The show is having its full effect on her. Yeah, definitely. And it's mm. like, it's, it's made me more interested in the show because... I'm watching it with somebody that's just totally new to that whole genre. Yeah. And the they're reason so she watches it and she tells her, you know, her sisters around the same age. And like, she's like, oh, I've been watching Walking Dead. And they're just like, what? <laughs> How do you watch that show? Yeah. You know? And they look at me like, what did you do? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> You're a bad influence on your And mother. I'm just like, and she's just like, she just really loves the characters. Mm-hmm. She loves these characters. She just wants to see what's going to happen to them. 
There's also yeah. some soccer moms that want to just be like the most badass soccer mom in their That's group, it. you know. And and it's the a, show appeals a, to them. It's a thing. It's the a show thing. appeals to them because yeah. there's characters in the show that are just badass soccer mom. We're soccer moms that are now these badass survivor people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah it's yeah, taking sure. all these Carol. people that are just normal people from normal walks of life and they're all well, yeah, you have the ultimate mom. To get to that point yeah. where they're literally still alive in that show, they've got to be badasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people yeah. love that. It's yeah. most, mostly about that. It's not so it's much a bit about of like uh, the Game of Thrones yeah, factor as well, how, like how nobody's safe. Right. You know, like they'll do the character yeah. development, but nobody's safe. So yeah. you, you'll lose like, your favorite character. Like and, even this year with the Negan situation where people sort of didn't know who was going to die in the season premiere. And everybody kind of knew who was going to die. And the people that died, we kind of knew those were the ones that were on the chopping block. We didn't right. know it was going to be two of them. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it's funny, though. Uh, people tend to um, they, they fish on, uh, like, IMDb really is, like, the way shocking. to find out. Yeah. If, if, sometimes. Well, right. s- I, I've actually noticed that sometimes uh, when they're invited here to Comic-Con, because of how they film and stuff... If they if they make it to the point they have to be at Comic Con, they might be dead on the show. Right. And right. I brought this up once on Facebook, and it made a huge like you got stink. in trouble. <laughs> one of the characters, one of the characters, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, most people that have been on the show that make it to Comic Con have died before then, and then like like I had tons of people that were like, oh my god, he's he made, right. That's made a connection. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, what most of or some of. Uh well there was a few characters that well I mean you died. can you can crunch the numbers there and probably yeah. figure out the schedule mm-hmm. yeah if you know when because at this point because usually if we have they, all this access now to the make the to the makings of these shows right because yeah. that's part of the PR right is daily Instagramming from the yeah, set yeah that's true yeah you practically know what they're eating for on the what's on the catering table yeah <laughs> on the craft table for that's uh, true so someone with enough Obsession yeah. can can crunch it. No, know? yeah. Like this character is gonna the cut their hair. Actors on Twitter and <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, hair watch for uh, was it for Jon Snow on Game of Thrones? Was yeah. it hair watch? It was hair watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same as because um, they didn't know if he was coming back or not in like the last season. Same wow. as Maggie from Walking Dead when she cut her hair, people made a big deal. When uh, the guy who plays Rick shaved his beard, people right. made a big oh, deal. Oh no. Like, why would he have to shave his beard? You know, and they totally explained it in the show. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a meatball sandwich. You know what that means? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the speculation madness has become a very effective marketing. Oh, tool. people try to figure out these movies and these shows way before they even come out. Yeah. It mm-hmm. makes me laugh. Yeah, you know, and they've it, decided if they like it or not. Even, but everybody wants the scoop. There's just so much money around. I guess having the scoop. Yeah, yeah, and you can make money speculating, like yeah. on YouTube, on what's going to happen. Like people will tune in to hear your baseless, like unfounded, oh yeah, weakly supported, sh- like fucking uh, theories about who's going to do what. I've watched a bunch of like yeah. theory stuff. We've fallen into those absolutely yeah. into those. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm the kind of person that I'll probably have to go see the movie whether it's good or not yeah you're you kind know? of like you absorb all the content right? i i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna whether it's bad or not i'll take the bullet i have to see it right i i figure i'm gonna be spoiled if, if i don't but, see a movie right i think away. jamie remember jamie i think uh jamie mm-hmm. uh Wicken, okay. he said he said something uh, to that effect 
is that he's just got that attitude where he's just like, give me the movie. Yeah, Batman, Superman, Don't Suicide shit. Squad, Bring Deadpool, it. whatever. I have to go because X-Men was another one. I, I had... I have to go. Knowing full mm-hmm. well that there's I probably, a- you know, and the thing is, I usually, like I was saying earlier, I, I, there's stuff about those movies, all of those movies that I do like, you know, I'm not going to mince words, you know, there's stuff that I will like about movies. Like. Sure. Just because I know when I, I th- never a complete bust. I mean, even Suicide Squad, which we thought was atrocious, but yeah. Actually, we, we went to see it like a week or two later than everyone else. Yeah. So we didn't even have time to go. This looks bad. Like, everybody was like, oh, Jesus Christ almighty, yeah. it's so bad. You were kind of expecting it to be a lot worse. We went in there probably. with very low expectations. Yeah. We're still disappointed. Yeah. But I, I could, I think I can think of one or two things that worked. Certainly, I, actually. I, I actually wasn't that critical of that movie. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. But, uh so you mean you you still feel inside, <laughs> unlike uh, us? I still what? <laughs> you still have feelings. I've constantly have had to defend that movie. Like yeah. I, I, I'm tired of defending the movie anymore. So I just agree with people. They're like sure, but I mean me personally, I I kind of felt that I really liked the flow of the movie. Okay, I just kind of felt it was. It, it, it worked it, for I you. No, it just worked for me. Yeah, I, I just, you don't I, need to defend it. It's that, not really something that I'm going to say was like that terrible. I just found I found I thought maybe they did the characters most of the characters. Um, you see, like even me, there's stuff that again you I'm could pick it apart like, if you wanted to, you know. Yeah. But but if someone tells me that, if I hear someone go <clears> against <throat> what I think of a movie, and but the person that goes, no, dude, it was totally awesome. Instead of that, they just go, ah, you know what, it worked for me. Like I, I don't... find the DC movies though, they're everything. Everybody's polarized when it comes to yeah. them. There are DC fans that are just so diehard that they wasn't can't there a do... petition to shut down uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Because they were yes, because yeah, <laughs> because of Batman versus Superman. Of course, they don't know that Warner Brothers owns yeah Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> they like, thought they thought basically that Rotten Tomatoes had something against DC's movies. Yeah, and as opposed to which I don't see how that's possible. Well, I mean, I mean Rotten Tomatoes. I personally is, just don't pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten I don't care tom- what other people. Rotten Tomatoes think. is not even like. How can I put it? Like, it's the place where we go for echo chamber action, you know, for like, ah, it it's, sucked. It's for then, a general census. It's not what you're going to think. Yeah. But also, they're, they're, they're professional know. reviewers. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the scores of whom are aggregated into like a, into a thing. Yeah. Into a score. A lot of them are very old timey. Exactly. Uh, sort of exactly. reviewers. Who are and, like, and a new kid. Not in touch. That's a huge fan of Harley Quinn. That's a huge fan of these characters. That's going to go in. And it's finally Harley Quinn on the screen. And, I mean, uh, me personally, when I saw that that little shot they did where it was uh, the Alex Ross cover, that did something for me. Okay. When I saw that, and I went to go see the movie twice. When I saw that both times, I turned to my friend that was with me and we You're just like, like ah, you know, you because down, yeah. that's a famous cover that... No reviewer is going to even recognize. No reviewer is going to even care about. Right. You know, but there's little things they put in those movies that are for the fans mm-hmm. and just for the fans. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, that's that's always going to be the case. That's so, why the movies are so popular, whether they're good or not. So let's know? let's do a little speculating of our own. <clears throat> uh, obviously, the the next big hoopla that's coming is Rogue One. Yeah, everyone's super excited. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of a, oddly excited. Really? Um, yeah. 
Why, why oddly? Well, because I thought, like I said, I thought I had nothing left in the tank in terms of Star Wars. Not that I was really? uh, uh, demo. I, I actually was one of the. We we gave uh, Force Awakens a pretty pretty good review. We thought it yeah. did what it was supposed to do, Definitely. and it had some good moments in it and whatever. Yeah, a very good one. It was. It was. Yeah, we we enjoyed it a lot. It was fun. It was satisfying, right? Yeah. Um, but Rogue One is like this bizarre. And I want to hear your thoughts on this, Richard, uh, as well as uh, Dave. But it's like bizarre because it's the story nobody wanted to really, except for diehard fans, knew that they would care to see. Every when it was first announced, people were like, "But we know how this turns out. Why the fuck do we care? This is all." Da, 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 da. I mean, me and then personally, yeah. as we start to get like uh, footage uh, and that. Um, alarm sound, which seems like it's almost part like fifty percent responsible for how excited we are. Just yeah. that, woo, woo, yeah. woo, yeah. just that sound yeah. has like enraptured a yeah. generation. Yeah, <laughs> right? the, pro- the problem that I have with it, and I'm sure it's going to be a great movie. You know, visually it looks wrong. fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, it's just that I don't know. It's it's like taking the coolest thing out of like your favorite movie. You know, like. Let's take Transformers and we'll just we'll take the transforming out, right? And they're just trucks. Okay. Right? There's no lightsabers, no force, no, you know, like just the, I, I I don't know if that's actually the case in the movie, but yeah. like it just there seems to be a little bit of that. Like, I I can't agree with that because they have actually put in the one thing that everybody wants to see again, which is Darth Vader. Vader. Again. True. That's yeah. true. You know, I mean, but that was a late announcement. Like at first we didn't know. When yeah, well no, but I mean when you see just the shape of the mask and it could be just like not yeah. Darth Vader, I guess, you know, but yeah. of course, we already knew it was going to be him, you know, and whether it's, I don't even know, it's probably well, it's, a stuntman in a costume. It's, it's such a it's such And I'm a sure it's only moment. like maybe not even five minutes of the movie. If they're smart, it's not longer than that. Right. Because you know, they cannot fuck with Vader. Yeah. I remember when I saw this just last trailer that came with Doctor Strange, um, uh, there's one scene that I thought it was a completely old trailer, like the last trailer. Okay. And then you actually see a a, a, a moment where uh, Vader actually turns around and starts walking towards. It's, it's so simple. And like there's a line. You're walking towards like the 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 hero girl there, and me and my friend just look at each other like, ah, oh, you know, he's moving now. You know, yeah, because like, until then I, it was like I don't the, think anybody realizes just how iconic Darth Vader is. It's, it's just cannot be fucked with. He is the probably the most famous movie villain of all time like he's got to be like one of them tragic one of the most iconic probably the biggest so i mean to have him back in a movie i think is just that's enough for me i submit to you that the the fact that he didn't legit show up in any important way in any of the prequels is the reason george lucas is still alive like there was enough fan rage after the prequels that about everything that they felt he massacred from his originals mm. that I feel like he even though people complain they're like what we get one like no and one arm crossing and looking at the spaceship or the mm-hmm. Death Star being mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. I feel like he dodged a major bullet by not giving any Vader time but even still like people would have lost their I have their to admit minds. even Probably then right. even then even though the no was cheesy yeah as a f- I'm just a kid, and and when I see that, yeah, it I get excited whenever I see that character. To respond to your point, uh, which uh, um, I think is the reaction I had with, um, I'm trying to remember what movie where it was like. Oh yeah, this was the the uh, the really great bit by uh, Patton Oswalt 
where he uh, he talks about traveling back in time to kill George Lucas with a shovel before he makes the prequels, and then he plays out the scenario uh, of of him running into George Lucas, and you're like, oh my god, I'm such a huge fan, and like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm actually uh, working on the, uh, the, the the prequels, and he's like, oh my Why god. Why does George Lucas always sound like that? Too? Right? And he's like, oh my god, are you serious? More Star Wars? Holy shit! I thought yeah. you were making. No, no, I'm doing. He's like, so what are you doing? Oh, so you like Darth Vader? Oh, fuck yes, Darth Vader. He's like, yeah. uh, so are you, he's gonna be in with the costume and the saber. He's like, well, he's uh, he's gonna kind of be a kid and uh, <laughs> he's gonna be really sad. He's like, <laughs> he's like, but I, I really don't care about that though. It's really but, the story, man. But then, do you like Boba Fett? Oh, fuck yeah, Boba Fett. He's like, you, you like? I love fucking Boba Fett. So he's gonna be in the movie. He's like. Well, no, he's just going to be a kid, and he's going to lose his dad, and he's going to be really sad. He's like, what the fuck is going on? What's going on? What the hell are you doing? So from that standpoint, I understand your your comment of like, okay, well, it's all things Star Wars, but all the things that made it for you are kind of can't be used. Not all the things, but like some of, of the major, major components, I guess. I, I submit to you that like Deadpool, I feel like this is as close as you can get to a... Um, low risk and a bit of freedom again star wars filmmaking because mm-hmm. apart from what we hope to be very brief cameos by the, like the untouchable uh um, darth vader mm-hmm. you kind of have a cast that you can kind of go anywhere with hmm. uh you don't have what it seems like the lucas obsession of making yeah. everyone related uh, it's true it's there's a lot less to let people down with yeah and like sure. you can have you can play with the characters a bit it's still contained within the the Cosmos yeah. and the events that we that give us the em- yeah. Empire Strikes Back shiver I, moments. I, uh, there's that alarm that we love. I actually got to <laughs> see. I got to see a <laughs> bit. I got to see a little bit of a scene. Uh, I think last night okay. on uh, one of those nighttime talk shows. And it's the first time I've actually seen an actual scene, a little bit of dialogue and uh-huh. stuff, and it looks really funny too. Yeah, it looks like they it put looks some like comedy. there's like there's one scene there where. Well, yeah, this is it's going to make people laugh for sure. This is Disney. Uh, I think actually that bothered me about Awakens. Is Too the, much humor? The comedy bothered me because yeah. there was never. I've heard people say it. I've heard it, say it was good. It was effective. Yeah. But it, I was like, ooh, this is some Marvel type wittiness crossing over. Uh, yeah, you see, you see, for me, I don't have a problem with that at all. Because the, the the funny moments for me. If it's me, like a Marvel movie, I'll, it'll work for me. <laughs> right. I'm such a diehard. That, that's a problem I have. Maybe I, I, I'm You're a an easy real sell. <laughs> diehard. I'm almost like a company man, and they haven't paid me a cent. Right. You know. So yeah. I mean, if it's gonna be like a Marvel movie, I'm I'm You're I'm, on. I'm you know. I guess original reading the trilogy Marvel comics. Had, uh, original original tri- trilogy had some comedy in there too. Absolutely, yeah. It just wasn't the same. Maybe the prequels know. didn't have that many. <laughs> well, we we can't forget <laughs> yeah, too that yeah, they that didn't have. Any, it had none. It had well. I can't. Jar Jar was an attempt. Exa- actually, right. I think they packed it all into. The, they leveraged <laughs> the entire comic relief. Yeah. On the yeah. on Jar Jar, and that's what made him maybe so fucking unbearable, as everyone else was stone faced. Well, for me, it was just mm. the aesthetic. Yeah. When you look at the movies now, even like even after watching Force Awakens, if you've watched those prequels after Force Awakens, you'll like Force Awakens so much more, right? Because those right. movies are so shiny and yeah. they're so uh, plastic, plastic and green screeny, and and 
it just looks so bad. Yeah, right. Like, well, this the CG doesn't doesn't age too well either. It, right? No, it doesn't. It yeah, really but doesn't. like unlike the Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, Lucas didn't go half. He went balls deep into yeah. the CG because he thought that you know we're only going to need 640k style. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, like we've we've arrived quickly let's all give me all the cg right all the cg <laughs> not knowing like of all people he should have known that wait 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 this is this is like first gen here yeah maybe we yeah. shouldn't redo jab of the hut in cg <laughs> yeah. to, you could even argue <laughs> that peter jackson might have learned that from that yeah. exact occurrence and went like let's go old school on uh on like 50 percent of this shit yeah. so that you know here and there people in 10 15 years would be like oh that orc looks a little wonky but otherwise, you can feel the texture and the sweat and the grit on the yeah. mm. on the and the makeup special effects stuff. I mean, we always come back to that, right? Mm. So, right. yeah, I think there's an opportunity. I think the interesting thing about Rogue One is there can't be a sequel to it, really. No, I actually I think I just I just saw a, a meme uh, today where it's just like the leaked poster for. Uh, uh, Rogue One, it's the Rogue One sequel, and it's just the New Hope poster. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that's, that's what comes after. It. It's just it's literally uh, there's a little uh, sentence in the opening crawl crawl uh-huh. for New Hope, and it's uh, you know a band of rebels stole the plans of the Death Star, and that's literally what this movie is. That's like the next yeah, it's yeah. the next uh, so like maybe forty eight hours. Just start to do like movies just about. Little sentences in the scrolls, you know. <laughs> Every but, one of them is going to be like one of those. You yeah, know? but they've got a real problem now because if this ends up being the again, I can't help but see these parallels with, with Metallica, with between Star Wars and Metallica. These are both iconic, beloved things that happened thirty years ago, if not more. Okay, and who clearly still have a lot that they can give us. But they're stuck between satisfying new fans and paying homage to their sources, right? So, like, finding that, like, uh, juste milieu. So, like, you're saying that's maybe why Force Awakens was just so much like New Hope? Uh, Awakens, to me, my biggest compliment, and I think Richard echoed it, is that it brought everyone home. Yeah. Right? Like, all the straight children, the the guys, the old timers that it, were pissed over here. It was heartwarming to watch that movie. It just yeah. and because of that, it had to be a bit tame and a little bit low risk in terms of the story because it just had to bring home yeah. everybody under the mm-hmm. same roof. He's like, okay, old timers, we got you. Uh, people who actually started with Phantom Menace, well, we've got you too. Yeah. There's a little cute robot. Okay, and there's some racing, but yeah. then there's this and that. And yeah. in itself, that is a huge accomplishment. And they introduced like new heroes and i and i really like them i mm-hmm. really i really like these new kids they got i think they're you know they really get it and i you know i think it's good i think that the, the trilogy itself i think will, will do very well yeah i think like i think we it's the good start. thought we left on was like two is going to make or break the trilogy mm-hmm. I think it's all the le- like three is whatever. Well, it's got to be the is, dark one, right? <laughs> well, whether they follow that pattern or not, yeah. two is going to is going to solidify whether they were in fact going in a new direction or if it just accidentally came together. Is there if they need that second, you know, hook? Mm-hmm. And then I mean, people are going to go see it anyway. That's they won't they won't be able to get away with no matter what that movie does. People it, will like go see the third one. Scene. 
like to the first one like no. new hope and no Awakened. they can't like they can't do that yeah it has to become its own mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think phantom menace proved that no matter what happens they'll go see the second and the third no matter what the, right if they could buy their tickets today yeah they would buy them it was so sad i i, I like flashed back the other day to the when the attack of the clones came out yeah and the, when they announced the title people were already like oh jesus attack what the fuck is attack of the clones what does that mean what is this is this like well, plan i again from that space? was one one of the blurbs wasn't it yeah but like people were just <laughs> so like, i knew <laughs> they're, just, they're just no but they <laughs> thought the name was like people already groaning right and then people groaned over yeah. force awakens too there was a lot of worry when it first got announced yeah yeah, yeah there, was there was a lot a of worry I, I for me you know you're always going to get those people though just, of course you're always yeah. going to get people like yeah, yeah. there are people that complain about uh like i i, I thought dr strange was great i don't know if you oh, guys i loved have seen it. it i fucking yeah, love it i thought it was great and i've already seen so many people trash that movie and i, I don't get i don't it. understand it i don't want to even go there you no, know but like, if you're if you're getting up about, on arms about dr strange you're you're a dickhead yeah there's no way that there was never that. There's no fabric to that. that no, yeah. they 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 hit all the marks. It's Doctor Strange. You know how hard it, that you can make that movie good. None like, of the people complaining have read Doctor Strange. I, I'd say <laughs> it to you. probably yeah because it was unreadable. It was a horrible comic. It had some co- couple of cool storylines, but <laughs> it it was it was like uh, Hellblazer. Is that it was so many writers on that comic and so many arcs. That anyone telling you they loved all of it is lying through their fucking teeth. Uh, all of it? No. No, it's like I'm a huge Deadlock fan. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you might like the character, yeah. but that's not even possible because I don't think they could ever run that comic for more you know, than five I met, issues. I met the guy that played him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, uh, yeah? Deathlock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had the stupidest question to ask him. Like, have you read, did you actually read Deathlock when you were a kid? And he was just like, no. Did I say Deadlock? <laughs> Did you say Deadlock? I thought I, I, I'm sure I said Deadlock, but I but meant Deathlock. But you meant Deathlock, yeah. right? Okay. Sorry. See, I didn't even question it. I was just like Deadpool. Hey, Deadpool <laughs> lock shot. Yeah. Deathpool. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So you met him? Yeah. No. Yeah, I met um, uh, J. August Richards, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a really funny talk about the character and just how you know it just wasn't that popular and no because there was nothing to you know and obviously you know it's just the tv show but he uh you know uh was given this this role and and, you know he he made something with it. he made it something actually as an actor i couldn't think of a better no yeah they gave me some room to maneuver i'd be like can i play i mean for me the first costume they gave him was kind of shabby but then he came back a couple of episodes later and it was fine well whenever you go it. with cyborgs or or any kind of aesthetically complex character yeah. and you bring him to tv it's gonna hurt at least the first iteration is gonna hurt because they don't have mm-hmm. the budget to get the terminator effects down right so you're yeah, kind of wearing yeah. like a jumpsuit uh i don't watch the show but i saw <laughs> i saw footage of red it, tornado on supergirl oh yeah that was that was <laughs> oh, rough. jesus christ Really? That was rough. He's supposed to be a robot. It happened yeah, right after Vision right. in the Avengers, right? So obviously they, I guess they thought they had to have an android type of guy on the show. Maybe. And yeah, it's true. He's kind of like a poor right man's Vision, and it was Sorry, just like poor man's Vision. He looks like he's made poor Vision. <laughs> he looks like yeah. He actually looks like a bad cosplay. Like it looks like a bad cosplay. He looks like he's wearing uh, some sort of. 
uh, suit that you need, to, like a heat protect, a heat blocking suit that you yeah. need to work in a nuclear power plant. <laughs> it's bad. It's of admit at it right now. Yeah. Is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there he is. It's so hilariously bad. It's yeah. so hilariously bad. Yeah. Because really, all they had to do is just make him red and put a cape on him. Pretty much. That's pretty much the character. Yeah. Why? Or Why go does, full makeup. They had uh, to make him like a robot. Why does he look like this? I don't. I don't <laughs> he, it's does really he, bad. He looks like what? a. Uh, he looks like a, a a Power Ranger villain, but like from he, the eighties, not does. even yes. like a new one because yeah. the new ones look kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. He it look, looks like he bought yeah, these gloves at itself, Home Depot. I know, right? That know show it's itself <laughs> needed a complete overhaul. Yeah. No. It's it's. Uh, and the. It's just brutal because you, you see that he's kind of wearing what appears to be a 70s couch. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm pretty a sure my grandparents had that exact same red coach. A 70s yeah. velour couch. With, yeah, what with if, like the gold lining. Yeah. Yeah, 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 my grandparents had that exact coach. And a repurposed laser tag helmet <laughs> Yeah, yeah. with yellow contact lenses. Yeah, oh, so. This poor guy who had to play this character. No, you just, you don't. The the same way that you don't want to bring like a super special effects character to to uh, television. Oh yeah. Like I mean, it seems to me that the CW has sort of found a way to sort of hide all their well, they up they up the game. Effects. They've up their yeah. game. They brought that show. Flash, over there. I think, blew, blew it wide open. Flash is the one that blew blew wide no open. No one expected the. I don't even to be understand. And I've interviewed um, somebody from that show and. I mean, it just seems like that entire production is just a love affair. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's just really likes each other. The stars aligned. It just seems that everything just comes together. Um, yeah, I, I can't... That's probably probably the best superhero show on TV. For the flip of the page, the musk of old paper, the newsprint on our fingers, this is why we love comics. From the morning commute to late nights by flashlight, and sneaking them in class. This is why we love comics. Because to Grandpa, they're the funnies. To Dad, they're comic books. To us, they're graphic novels. This is why we love comics. For Sunday mornings and New Comics Day. For your pull list and your RSS feed. For spinner racks and long boxes. For bags and boards. And an extra room to store them all. This is why we love comics. Ball I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is it? Do you think they could ever do Moon Knight properly with that costume? No. He's that's the one character I just can't he's, see. I mean, he's lower end Batman. Yeah. Well, no. For me, it's just like the white. It the white will just turn everybody. The character and their never grandmother makes sense. off. No. You know. No. No, it's, it's like Darkhawk like, the movie. Like I even like I actually when they brought him back uh, with the David Finch series, yeah. and they made it really like he's sick, really sick and yeah, he's kind of like mental he's now, like schizophrenic uh-huh. and stuff. And he sees Wolverine when he sees Wolverine, Captain America talking to him and stuff. He thinks they're got, talking to him. Yeah. He's got person like multiple but that's classic. Disorder. Like, how do we make a character in strength mental illness? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah. No, but that's well, I mean, for, but like it works that, right? in comic books. It that's true. Yeah, sorry, comic, you were gonna say in comic books it just kind of works, and I guess it's just the audience, you know. Yeah, I mean, it worked for me. <clears throat> but that's a tough one, man, because a Moon Knight. But is, I just don't think visually that's the one movie that Marvel can't do right. They wouldn't want to. There is no following. 
It's a very obscure If character. they ever do the character, it will be the character, Mark yeah. Spector. And he'll but maybe, uh, like, you know what? You wear can, a white suit. You can retool him as, like, a... Like a like a special ops dude. Yes. And maybe he saw some shit in Egypt. Blah, yes. blah, blah. It but can only be like that. He doesn't have yeah. a moon copter. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Piloted no. by Frenchie, his yeah. sidekick yeah. Frenchie, <laughs> who has a mustache. And uh, he's like, oh, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's just like no, levels yeah, of cheesiness fly. to that character. Listen, yeah. Marvel has had to produce epic quantities of content for for a very long time. Yeah, uh, in far less racially sensitive times. In far less racially sensitive <laughs> times, uh, and the, there was a never-ending demand for it. So that's going to be some stinkers. Now, Moon Knight is kind of weird because when you see him in the comics, you're like, there's a fondness for him because you you remember him from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. But no one is like, man, where's that Moon yeah, Knight but, movie? Yeah, but Moon Knight mm-hmm. was always that that guest star guy. Absolutely, he's uh, what's his name? He's like the one on Arrow. Did you watch Arrow at all, Richard? I I watched, I think the first season, first maybe season. a little bit of the second. Yeah, yeah. So he's like a Diggle. He's like Diggle. He's yeah. like a Diggle, maximum a Diggle. Not uh, even. <laughs> uh, he's what's his name? The other dude, the 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 boxer dude. Oh yeah, Wild, uh, Wildcat. Wild? No. What? Uh, you know oh, what I'm talking what's wrong about? Wrong with me? Yeah. But that's how. That's he's the guy at the gym. Wildcat is down there now. Right. Um, he's the guy you run into from a time to time. And be like, yeah, one time I went to... And you get a little side story, but he cannot carry fucking anything. I'm sorry. Anyway. anyway. I know what you're talking about. Hispanic dude yeah. with no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he taught Black Canary how to fight or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Everyone could fight on that show. That's that's when I dropped Yeah, that. that's, that's true. It's and true. To be fair, I sat through the whole four seasons of it. Like, I, I watched everything. And then I complained. Some of it- it was good. Some there was some. There touch and go. I don't want to get into it too much, but you know, because I wanted to address something. I, I wanted to talk about something. Uh, mm. Ask you something else, but uh, we we. You know what? Let come back and we'll do like a TV only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's really fun. I'll come. I'll and come back. I know it'll be torture for you to talk about more <laughs> superheroes. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> you've had it. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of address this because um, not address this. Just I, I wanted to talk to you about this because. Uh, since I've met you, um, a couple of times I run into you, we've had some time to talk mm-hmm. and, uh, like, uh, you're in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in a wheelchair? My whole life. Your whole life? Well, okay. I want to say like I was born in a wheelchair, but, uh, I, I got my first one when I was like four. Okay. So you, your whole life? My whole life. Okay. So you've, you've had to adapt to it. You've had to learn yeah. how to work with it and whatever, but I kind of, I mean, I saw you had a wheelchair, but... Most people don't really think about the most. I think they'll think about the ramifications of that logistically. Is like, oh, there's a ramp. Oh, there's no ramp. Uh, it's adapted. It's not yeah. adapted. Oh, this is a bathroom that's that's too old. Yeah. It's not right. But for the first time, I talked to to Dave, and I was like, how do you get around? Like, I just I was like, yeah. do you have a car? Like, what's the deal? He's like, he's like, no, no. I just I call, and there's a special service that's supposed to come and get you is that yeah right yeah so i guess i'm just had some i actually have some i'm curious about mm-hmm. what it's like to get around in terms of is the city uh anywhere near adapted is it trying to respond I mean, we, to your needs we kind of talked about this a little bit before you came yeah but uh i mean obviously 
today in this day and age, it's got to be like so much easier than if I was in this situation. Like the seventies or whatever. The, this even b- before that, even later than that. I'm sure even the eighties was really tough. Okay. Um, like at least people are aware of it. At least people are aware of it. At least buildings now accommodate you and restaurants they think about it you know but even still there is you don't know how many times i've been in a restaurant and i'll ask them if their washroom is accessible and they're like yeah it's just right over there and i'll go in and maybe the first door to get in is accessible but then the stall is too small or the stall is just Big enough for me to fit in, or it's not big enough for me to close the door behind. Okay. Like clearly, like it's not. And adapting. it's just, I don't know. I, I just always think maybe it's impossible for people that are walking to even understand what it's like to be in a wheelchair. Um, That's kind of my where my curiosity comes. So from. I, I don't really get mad at it. It's sort of now at this point, it's humor. You know, I've got to see the humor in it yeah, because of it's. It, I mean, it's just at the point where. You know, I mean, I know if I can find a McDonald's, you're good. I'm good. I could sue McDonald's if their their <laughs> bathroom doesn't. Yeah, they're on point me. with that shit usually. You know, if I find, and I'm literally saying McDonald's because I've been downtown and I'm like, oh, there's a Domino's and they don't have a wheelchair bathroom. Like, oh, there's a, a Belle Provence. They don't right. have you know some like, other franchise. McDonald's will have no matter where you are in the world. At least that place will have an accessible bathroom, like every time. That's that's huge. Um, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. But because uh, I mean, you you generally don't bring up McDonald's unless you're you're trashing them. It's nice to hear like they do. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to say that's one corporation that maybe thinks about everyone. Well, they, it could also be the fact that they're very heavily in, invested in the the the, the charity. Uh, helping kids yeah, side they're almost Shriner level involvement yeah. like it's yeah. a very big part of their branding yeah and I'm not saying that you know if anybody's listening they're, they're associated with Burger King or anything I'm sure Burger King is great too and Wendy's and all that play those places but I mean me personally it's, I it's just like know, Sanctuary You've I just it. know that if I see a McDonald's Oasis. in the neighborhood and there's usually is one in every neighborhood I'm gonna at least get at least an accessible bathroom, Uh you know, and even the restaurant itself will be accessible. The tables will be accessible. You know, everything will be set up. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I hate to be one of those. You know, I always think about that Seinfeld episode with the guy in the theater. Uh, Remind me. Wish Sylvie was here. She could break it down for us. They had a fight. Uh, There was a, I don't know, there was just a guy that was complaining about something in a theater. And I always sort of, in my mind, go back to that character. Like, I never want to be that handicapped, kind of handicapped person that complains about everything in their life. You know, because obviously it's hard. And I've been in it, I've been like this for like as long as any most people have you know yeah you can you basically are i am fully literally acquainted with like the situation probably the most advanced level <laughs> handicapped person that i've ever met right so yeah i mean it, it's definitely not new to me you know that's the other uh, maybe another question i had is 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 there a community uh there is you know and i have to say that uh, i'm not that 
involved and i know <laughs> members of my family that are, probably have a problem with that and stuff but because i am a very uh, vocal person it's like i'm very uh, active in the uh, community i know people in, in the news uh, radio yeah, media everywhere media yeah. like mm-hmm. crazy and i have a voice you know but i mean i haven't really <laughs> maybe used it you know oh you're saying that you might have some people might be expecting you to like use it to get awareness out there yeah or? yeah i haven't really done that okay um because i always sort of feel it's a personal thing you know um that's just me yeah you deal with it the way that you want to deal you with know it. i probably deal with it a lot better than a lot of handicapped people do and I've i never, know there's a lot yeah. of people out there that are out there and they're advocating and they're trying to get the metros uh um, which to a certain degree fixed up. they've been doing a lot of conversion converting they right? have been doing it but i mean it will Unless all the metros, or all at least the major ones, are done, mm-hmm. there's not really any point in... Hey, we have five elevators at random stops. Well, right? that's it. Yeah. You know, like, I have to be able... If I can't go anywhere, ev- everywhere, then there's no point in trying to get anywhere with that. With that. You get, it's, yeah, you got to go all or nothing, kind of. Exactly. Exactly. Um so I mean, and obviously you gotta be kind of understanding. It's an old city. The metros are old. It's like uh, yeah, I mean, one of the first metros in North America, I think, or something like that. It's one of the early ones. One of the if earlier not the ones. First one, yeah. It's you know, so I understand it's old. They're old metro stations and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, people with full range mobility have trouble using the city because of how shitty the infrastructure is. Oh yeah, you know, it's not you just know? people in wheelchairs. No, no, there's people that. People with full range, elderly people. Yeah. There's people with baby carriages. There's, or even know. like I can't think the last. I can't think of the last time I walked on part maybe from my own street. Yeah, a major street where I walked down the major street without changing sidewalks about eight times, just because yeah. whole 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 construction whole yeah. construction whole truck, <laughs> like it's. Oh yeah. So I so that's me, and I'm like mildly annoyed by it but i'm like jesus if i if i if i had any kind of impairment to this this whole thing is like fuck it i'm i mean i'm staying at home uh, yeah i mean you know i think the most important thing about being a handicap person is making sure you you're you have an amazing core group of people friends that you know will go with you anywhere will you know, be there and we'll make sure that you get home good. And, and, you know, and I think that's always like super important. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if a lot of handicapped people have that. I've always, I mean, I still talk to the same guys that I went to high school with some of them. And they'll still come out. They're, anytime. they're guys that, I mean, I was just saying earlier, they just, I went into the Metro here for the first time in my life mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. And it was just a situation where we were just sort of fed up. We're just like, let's take the Metro. We were kind of drunk. And uh, we just did it, you know. And they just they brought me uh, through um, uh, Guy Concordia, I mm-hmm. think. And, and they, there was just a few They're like, uh, fuck es- it, we're going escalators. Into the, yeah. There was a few steps, but we didn't care. We, you know, we made it work. We made it happen. And, you know, what really bothered me more than anything was the fact that it doesn't make sense. It's so easy. I, I don't understand. You mean it's easy, it would be easy to adapt? It would just be so easy to adapt. Okay. It, it, I really don't see why it's taken so long mm-hmm. to 
just put an elevator in there. It doesn't seem to be that expensive. It doesn't seem to be that. Yeah, the elevator thing, I th- from what I've heard anyway. It seems to me that the issue a lot of just... people would get would take advantage of a ramp if it was there. You know, strollers just, and stuff. A stroller, like it just, it but just I doesn't think, make. Sense. I think the problem, one of the big problems with Montreal and probably a lot of other old cities, is that uh, it's not so much doing the job; it's like not setting off like a house of cards with the shoddy state of the infrastructure, right? Like they might just, it yeah. might be a one, two, three operation to put in an yeah. elevator, yeah. but like, when's the last time somebody checked the integrity on Tunnel Seven? Ooh, uh, that would be 1893. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. someone passed by a year ago and put a sticker up. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. they're afraid the fucking whole thing's yeah. going to come down. Maybe. I don't think it's that easy to put an elevator into a structure that wasn't planned for an elevator. That's got to be there's, hard. I think there's a lot of like, that goes into that. But certainly some places... We can't even get it right with, you know, just doing standard construction. Right. So like yeah. Out-of-the-box sure. stuff. That's that true. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, I'm sure it can be done, but it's expensive. Yeah, it it's very likely uh, expensive, but like if they're gonna do it, I agree. Like, go all the way. Mm. Don't build yeah. like one station or two and then go. We've done it. We've emancipated all of That's the it. wheelchaired, handicapped, right That's people. It. Yeah, and, you well know, done, and team. I think a lot of thing, <laughs> a lot of it is. It's sort of like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, you know. If if a lot of people don't have a lot of disabled people in their life, they don't care. Right. It's it literally that's just the society we're in these days. Yeah. You know. I mean, we're like that uh, with a lot of things. With a lot of things. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's sort of, uh, you know, even if you were to even argue about the, you know, things like police brutality and things like that, if it doesn't never happen to you, if you've never felt discriminated yeah you're not gonna think it's a problem we need to get the fucking cosplay people on this yeah no exactly (laughs) the thing opens up you have no idea how many cosplayers like even jessica negri yeah uh, how many cosplayers have been like trying to think of things to do with me and really yeah yeah she actually said herself like tweet me there's a few ideas that i have like for mobility like like no in terms of just cosplaying oh right right i mean like there's some obvious ones right but yeah yeah, totally oh yeah i mean uh so yeah i mean cosplayers are actually they're inventive people man yeah Uh, but i'm saying like 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 i was telling you earlier like like the mechanical engineer guys also tend to be sci-fi comic guys too right and i see people building like working iron man armor i see people making working fucking transformer armors in the yeah. garages no yeah i'm like someone out there has to have put together <clears throat> someone at tesla or uh boston dynamics if they yeah. can make a fucking robot that you can kick over they can make some sort of thing that you can slip into and like like what i'm looking forward to honestly and i, I feel like it's we're close yeah is like people going from no mobility or reduced to literally kicking the shit out of People with full rage motion. I be like, I'm out. Just like like Doctor Octopus. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just having cool like Metal Gear shit, yeah. where you could like you just get into it. I'm like, all right, uh, I'll go now. You can catch up. I just. Do, 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 do. I, just I mean, obviously, I've seen it a little bit more with. It's got to be coming. The situation with uh, army veterans and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I think people think about them more. You know, right. I think I think those kind of because the story they can understand. They're heroes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, but you know, 
I think I'm a hero to you. <laughs> you I, know, you are definitely I've, a hero. Uh, I believe so. I've just paid my dues. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I hope I hope you don't mind me engaging you on this stuff, but I I don't believe in like being uh, uh, like shy and nervous around no, people no, when no. they have like. I'll just be like, like just the same way people are no. like, where the fuck are you from? I'm like, okay, thanks. I appreciate I, I'm, it. I'm okay you know, that. a lot of people don't bring up that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm know? curious. Right. I, I want to know if if my city like sucks. Has it? Has it? You know? If, I mean, I, on I'll that have level, to say I, I have to give it a pretty bad grade okay. because I've been to. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to ask you next. Like, have you been to, somewhere else where you've I've seen? I've been well, just Ottawa. Okay, I, uh, I so can just get over a, there. I can get. They have cabs with ramps. Twenty four seven, you know, and that's another thing that I don't have here. I don't. I can't get a cab at three a.m. in the morning. Really? No. Okay. No, not at all. Like, if I if I have to go out at night it's pretty rough I so have, you know what it's like to be black i'm gonna edit I'm, this out i know <laughs> what it's like to not be able to get a cab that's for sure I, <laughs> like I was that telling, sounds the last person that like told i was me telling they, rich like i i literally have called them up recently and yeah. they're just like no we don't have anything no we don't have a, a bus. and these are places that i've used already so like is it a you're getting a they just roll or? up their cabs their cabs with ramps at uh-huh whatever hour oh they have a closing last. time okay yeah and those guys just aren't out at that hour huh. whereas in ottawa they'll have because anybody can get in a van that has a rent yeah yeah i've been any I've normal been in person that. can get in there i actually prefer so vans. it doesn't make sense hmm. to not have those available at all times hmm. yeah, yeah no that to me seems like a no-brainer yeah yeah we need like a we need like an Uber. For well, that's another thing we were sort of talking about is that I think, uh, you know, if Uber was to offer that service. Let's do it. Uh, we'll start at uh, menu. <laughs> we'll call it Super. Yeah, Super. <laughs> and it'll have superhero themes. Yeah. Right? You'll have like Green Lantern. We'll get the DC people in on it. We're going we're gonna to take over this place. Come on. Think about it. I think it could work. That's fucking like what again? I, I think about uh, Comic Con. I, I remember seeing um, a folder of pictures of people who brought like their um, handicapped like siblings. Yeah, you know, and it was kind of like a testament to like, fuck you. I'm a comic book fan. I'm right. Yeah. Hmm. I think the sickest thing I ever saw, and you got to look up this picture. Is I don't know which con it's at, but somebody brought their little brother who's i think quadriplegic so um and he had him uh they created a makeshift uh fury road car yeah and he was strapped up in the front like max oh, wow. with yeah. the mask with the iron yeah. mask in the front that's awesome and they were just like rolling through the con i was like that is yeah. so badass <laughs> yeah. that that wins every yeah. costume cosplay <laughs> thing i have ever seen for sure for ingenuity it looked amazing yeah the work was there hmm. and how fucking cool that's a message i want my yeah. kids to fucking see you know yeah, like, that's great fuck you world i'm going out there and i'm gonna do it yeah, yeah. and that, win <laughs> that's one thing that's really i find really cool about the the con culture is that um it's very inclusive mm-hmm. you know like it's it's a place where anybody um it kind of no starts who with they the are. That don't belong, they can right? go and they can belong. Yeah, you know? and I think that's something that's really important. Yeah, it's the it's the old D and D joke of like yeah. game require uh, game for nerds, 
or for yeah. geeks requires yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? So exactly. it's a community started no, by outcasts. To be honest, I get excited every time it comes around because I, I know I'm going to feel at home. You know, yeah. and I know there's going to be people. I'm going to get to see friends and meet new people, meet celebrities. And everybody's just cool with each other. Yeah. You know, well, also, I've never seen too many fights. I've never seen I've never seen a fight, actually. Well, that's because they see you coming and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we don't no, yeah, maybe it's just, I'm sure it's happened. But I've just personally, I've never seen any problems. Yeah. You know, I've never seen... Uh, any difficulties issues. or people having issues? It certainly brings a lot of... We, I mean, we talked a little dirt about it, but it brings out a lot of good in people. And um, Sorry, I'm rubbing my eye. I'm not actually crying. It looks like I'm tearing <laughs> up here. Um, this is the conversations you can have. Comic book fans, with, there's no limits. Yeah. You cannot so, literally yeah. go too geek. Yeah, exactly. You can and I a, think that's basically where we're at. And I think it's kind of cool that we can like be that now. Yeah. In fact, yeah. celebrities and are kind girls of, like us at the girls same like, time. Girls are into it. Yes, we have that's someone with us thing, here. That's one thing. Yeah, and you know, that's yeah. one thing that I really think is the coolest thing about right now is that, like, I actually have girls that want to like come with me to these places. Yeah. And, and it's not like and, a oh, you're going to a like a dude thing. No, it's a place it's where girls not can a hang dude out. thing yeah. anymore. Yeah, you know, Good. I mean, I know some of the shops. I will say, not ours, but some of the shops in town still will give girls a weird look when they walk in, you know, and like, what are you doing here? And they'll like direct them to the Archies or something like that. Really? You know? There's but still he, some of that going still, on? There's still... Boo. Yeah. I'm not going to say which stores, but you're out there. Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, that is a, a thing still, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's got to stop because yeah. I personally, I think that there's even more girls that are into it these days than guys. Right. Like I, I think that there's just a huge market. Well, that because before then, if a girl came out with that, then there was kind of maybe a stigma or like, oh, you're weird, you're a tomboy or whatever. Yeah. A perfect example is that if you go to uh, uh, any of the Halloween stores this year, I mean, the biggest section was Harley Quinn. That's true. I mean, you go to any Halloween store now, and it's just, uh, there's a Harley Quinn row. Right. And I mean, it's yeah, only girls that are going to go for that. Yeah, at least getting requests for girls like yeah. Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn. And yeah. there's like 12 That character, outfits. I have to say, has changed a lot of things yeah you know like i think and i don't think they expected that because she was just in the cartoon right yeah but i think she kind of happened to fall into the like the females and now i'm sounding like a like a klingon the females <laughs> i think the the women geeks uh and me and maybe judy can yeah. deny it. i yeah. think they needed their batman they like batman is such an like core thing they needed a batman and it feels like the harley quinn has become kind of that like central character like mm-hmm. in the fe- like she's the no would you say yes no i'm talking to julie everybody by the way say yeah. hi julie hi julie who's hi, taking julie. pictures of us as we're talking <laughs> she's our hardcore fan you see we have yeah. a female audience <laughs> yes yeah, so she's sorry right here <laughs> would you disagree what, what would you say harley quinn what's the are you a fan of the character? No. You're not really into Harley Quinn? No. No? Okay. So we'll edit out the entire <laughs> section. You just disproved your entire theory. Yes. My whole theory fell apart. Okay. I'm not normal. You're not normal. That's true. Okay. I'm, I, no, I just said like I knew that. No. You, but you mean you're not traditional. 
right? <laughs> but I mean, there are characters like um, and Julie likes Marvel. Mystique movie. is That's another true. very popular character. Yes, although, Catwoman, Cat, uh, Catwoman, yeah. Wonder Woman. Now I think with the movie, things are going to change quite a bit. But not bigger than Harley Quinn. Right now, no. Harley but, Quinn is the equivalent of Deadpool. Yeah. Right now, I think. Those are the two most popular characters. I'll you say kn- that right now. I, like, I've worked in a comic book store. Those two characters are just... You, you probably you know best. their stuff in the store, pretty much. Does Harley Quinn have her own, like, series now? Like, does yeah. she have her own? Okay. Like, they've got, they're on top actually. of it. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like, uh, like... That's what I mean by... It's like the Batman that girls really like because she's accessible like she doesn't have any powers yeah. um and she's kind of a badass but she's also and i think it kind of works that she's kind of crazy and funny at the same time and yeah although as a woman necessarily that may not you know you may be like you know what yeah why does a chick have to be crazy to yeah. be cool well yeah I there mean, can be those kind of i'm sure she's not everyone's cup of tea she's also um <laughs> she's also uh emancipated herself from the joker in right the, is that done the like storyline she's her own person yeah definitely okay. and uh you know and i think that kind of generates a little bit of almost know, like a yeah it's almost like a manifestation of actual exactly, women's lib happening exactly. in comics Oh, that that that's huge, actually. Yeah, yeah. did that with Jessica Jones too. That was a bit of that, yeah, right? agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Julie agrees. <laughs> yeah, Jessica Jones definitely. I, I mean, mean, the comic she wasn't that interesting. Uh, well, no, yeah. Me, anyway. I mean, her comic was good. The Alias com, the original Alias uh-huh. comic was was all right. pretty good because she's an original character. I mean, they just found a way that to Curtis kind of integrate her with. The early issues of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like uh, actually one of those characters that was in the background making fun of him was Puny Peter Parker. That was actually Jessica Jones that they've turned into. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she used like a seated, yes, very far back, and they just decided that okay, that's gonna be Jessica Jones. Okay. She becomes, she has powers, and then she loses them, and then she becomes this kind of yeah. And badass. so of course she you actually, love, of went, course, you love. Uh, she went to school with really, Peter Parker, yeah. and okay. so she's technically been around for that long, but not really. Right. Really, uh, in the early 2000s or whatever is when she first was created. Uh-huh. And uh, that book was really good because it was like the show. It was very uh, street level and very uh, uh, down to earth. Yeah, I, w- I was actually, today I was mentioning this to someone where I, re- I was thinking back. It was like an indie. It, it became like an indie thing, right? Yeah, it was a very strong cult. <laughs> if you look at the... If you look at the 70s, right, there's this, like, vigilante justice theme. That's what caught people because this idea of, like, we trusted the society in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. It failed us. There was a revolution. Yeah. Now, like, uh, you know, Dirty Harry or um, yeah. Night Angel, like the girl who takes back the night, you yeah. know, and gets even with her aggressor or whatever. Yeah. And then 80s, we get into, like, worshipping caricatural power success people, like mm-hmm. super people beautiful tall everything's powerful you want to be this like you want to be the winner kind of like a watchman kind of a little bit right or everybody loved the story of the common person going to the big city yeah and and either passing as one of the successful people or making it against all odds and then there's a song at the end um getting the girl that was out of your league right 90s we fall into anti-hero like like uh you know uh stone cold steve austin kind of yeah. like fuck the boss flip yeah. the table Ghost rider you can't tell me what to do kind of yeah. thing you know yeah. 
uh, biker kind of attitude. Yeah. And then early 2000s, we get into kind of uh, uh, psychopaths that are like Walter Whites. We get into Dexters. We get into um, people who should be that. villains, but they've turned their yeah their methods towards like Harley. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it's like, I don't even know what the phase is now. I guess we're kind of in an anti-hero, but we're also in a real, like just everything needs to be explained or justified, but also. I mean, if I really had to put it, it's I, I would say right now. I'm talking a, TV as well and movies. Okay. And music. I, I find it's very PC. It's PC you know, now? I, I think everybody has to be, it's very inclusive. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Superman gives up his American passport or whatever. American his citizenship. passport. Uh, you know, there's more gay characters. There's more black characters. There's more. You know, black gay more characters. That black gay <laughs> characters. Uh, you know, it's it's. I think that's. I think the the theme lately. Mm-hmm. Too much, or because comics have always been a little fo- like ahead of their times. For I don't think it's too much. I think okay. maybe the the. Uh, suburban white reader maybe it's too much <laughs> okay. you know maybe they're a little offended by it because it's breaking up a little bit of the they gotta realize that's their problem but yeah you it's know it's breaking up the old timey sort yeah. of yeah. uh captain america yeah. kind i of. was just reading today the riri williams iron man you know oh that's a, it's a she's a black girl she's now. a young black girl it was like a super genius at like three years old mm-hmm. and the book starts out with the child psychologist because she's obviously been acting up and the parents are like kind of freaking out and he's just like well it's because she's bored she's bored with everything she's understimulated you got to realize that this is a person that this is richard at three world yeah that's right sees the person as just a whole different sees the world totally different than than it's too slow everything is just too slow you know and it's just right from there it caught me you know like i had read the character in iron man before that Mm -hmm. but this is where they first flesh her out and yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool. Really cool piece of writing because now we have this character that she's like a teenager and she's given this Iron Man sort of mantle. Something happened to Iron Man, and um, yeah, and it's just it's. I think I think it's really fun. Oh, so you'll spoil Walking Dead, but you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, well, but you'll just you just Iron won't Man, give away. But remember, I'm a Marvel guy. Oh, I'm are a you Marvel oh, company? Okay. So you have that. Are in you a Marvel person? Aren't you? Don't you like Marvel? She likes Marvel movies. Marvel <laughs> movies. She likes DC comics. <laughs> uh, you know, this is this is feeling more and more like we should have Julian at some point. That's right. And yeah. stop stop fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, closing thoughts. Uh, I guess one thing I'd like to ask you is, uh, yeah. like, uh, if people want to, like, I hope I was able to be helpful with the uh, adaptability. Yeah, man. Thing. Yeah, I mean, we weren't looking okay. to do like a symposium on it. I was just okay. curious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Richard. Did you? No. Were you curious about that stuff? No, we weren't trying to do an expose. I know the the comic books. I could talk all day, but that stuff. It's like I hope I can help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, know? no. I mean, we were. I'm just. I have my opinions and my experiences, but I know there's a lot of people. The thing is, what that's what I think a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. is that every handicapped person is different. Of course, every handicapped person has their own struggles and opinions and problems with things and like i can't speak for everybody well that's exactly why we didn't 
kind of want to turn into an expose and okay. stuff like that the same way as if we have like uh you know at some point uh, you know transgendered uh yeah. you know boxer on like that's interesting because that's different yeah. but uh we never we've had long talks about like like never wanting to make that person like the flag bearer for all like humans are still humans is our yeah. point yeah. right yeah. but it is something that I think people are afraid to ask, like, hey, what's the deal with being in a wheelchair? How do yeah. you get around? What's the this and that? And I think that we don't win, we don't get anywhere by not asking. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I, I, I mean, at some point we could get into it if you would be open to doing it. I mean, if you want to reconsider your kind of effort to bring out the awareness. And that's one thing for us, like that we have this, yeah. we have this platform. So, you know, kind of showing the day in the life or to raise awareness for stuff that people don't know yeah. anything about. I think there's value in that, but we also don't want to kind of show our, our guests as like one dimensional, like, Oh, well, this, is yeah, what, exactly. this is what yeah. defines you. Yeah. Right? yeah like, we're not like a no. couple of 19th century guys like Ed, observe the elephant man. Deformities, <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like, yeah. so we hear yeah. you, ha- you wear hats, entertain us. Yeah. 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 Like, now you can only talk about hats. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, no, when, actually you're a, you know, yeah. Rounded no, human you know, I'm free. I, I, a whole I point really is like we wanted this, to talk so. to you because you're because I I think you're you're a really nice guy and you're we have yeah. some good times and cool. you're really cool and uh, but that happens to be something about you that I was curious yeah. about. You know, that's kind of I think no, the, I, you know what I think it's, it's something that a lot of people mm-hmm. curious about. How do you guys people. fight? Okay, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know fight techniques. No, sorry, you just go basically on. just run over people's feet. And that's just, right. <laughs> Actually, I had a, you know, I had a... Have, have I done it yet? Have I run over your foot yet? My foot? Yeah. No. Okay. No, no, actually, I was, I was taking it a step further. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I have Least kids, you'll recall. Be warned. This will happen. Be yeah. warned. I'm in not a, even joking. It probably happened in at some In a few point. minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, I was actually pushing it a step further. I'm like, uh, there must be big disagreements between people in wheelchairs and some of them must end in fights, right? Well, you know what? I've never been Have person, you ever? You know, people, one, one thing that people ask me all the time, mm-hmm. and people, I get, you know, it kind of bothers me a little bit, is that uh, people immediately ask me, like, do you play basketball? Do you play? Oh, because they have that you sort play, of yeah cliche you, of you, the... Because they've seen it on TV, or they play uh, murder ball, or... Murder ball, yeah, yeah. Good documentary. And immediately they think I'm interested in that, you know. And I, my opinion is like, well, not every walking person plays basketball or cares about playing basketball, right. or you know what mm. I mean. So it's like, but it's it like might a- be something that's a little, you know. <laughs> but that's something that people ask me all the time. Like, you get why it don't a you lot? get into basketball? Really? Yeah. And it's are like trying to fix you. And it's like, <laughs> or I like, don't are you making the basketball. best of your? Are you making the best of your wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? It's like <laughs> I don't really need it. You know, I have my own interests, my own. But this is all part of that whole fear, and to, uh, yeah, and because by be sometimes the the clumsy way that advertisers and um, the government approaches disability. Yeah, and in, in trying to raise, they they want to be respectful, but they end up sounding like very solemn and very like blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. And, yeah. and instead of going, hey, you know what? Some people are disabled. Bah, let's move on. Yeah, uh, they get very solemn and quiet and about it. You know what? And me personally, I'd be fine with that if people are just like, hey, some people are disabled. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, where can we reach you? Okay. So uh, if people want to uh, interact with you online, where where can we find your stuff? Twitter. Okay. Nice. What's your handle? 
Uh, Expert Comics, FPB. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get me at uh, Expert Comics. Uh, they're ENR. Ex- expert comics news and reviews mm-hmm. so you do reviews columns, right? uh i'm on there i have a column up there hopefully every week every other week mm-hmm. and you can i have an archive of all kinds of cool stuff and what's lists th- comic book lists all kinds of crazy awesome. okay cool stuff interviews all kinds of stuff so you can get me on there and get me on uh facebook uh Facebook, you can get me Facebook, Dave Michaels, uh, Instagram, Bleeder King Dave. Yeah, I love your Instagram feed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your wife was actually the other day, she's like, oh, you're the guy with all the crazy action figures. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. And what's the next event you that didn't... you're uh, you're going to be at just for the comic book uh, convention? Well, hits? there's a mini Comic-Con this weekend. Okay. Uh, you can get me there. Um, I'm probably going to make it at the Cape. Cornwall convention next year, mm-hmm. and um, all the other regular stuff like Comic Con and yeah, and cool. any Montreal show Comic Con, I'm probably gonna be there. Dave, thank you for coming by. No problem, man. And I uh, love it. I want to come back. You will. De- you're definitely welcome back. Cool. All right. Peace. Thanks, man. Ha <laughs> ha.